I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Well, Valentine's just wrapped up. And I noticed that there was a, a difference this year. Have you, I don't know if you've heard of this, but there are new greetings. Aside from Happy Valentine's, there's Happy Galentine's mm-hmm, and there's yes. Happy Palentine's. Pal, like a pal. pal like pals. Friend. Yeah, just the pals. Because there are a lot of people who are single. So, you know, get the girls together, celebrate Valentine's together. That's Happy Galentine's. And it's your pals. It's, you know, but it sounds different. And I think inappropriate for this time, but let's stick with Galentine's instead. Goes to show that a lot of people are still single, you know? So we thought this would be the, the perfect guest to discuss how you get to move on from being single to being in a relationship or maybe even getting out of a relationship or getting that relationship out of you. If you've been out of that relationship for a long time. So we're going to discuss all of those things in this episode. Our guest is on a mission to empower women who are successful at work, but frustrated with love. So they get to unlock the power of self-love and create a love-centered life. She firmly believes that the most important relationship you will ever have is the one that you have with yourself becoming the blueprint of how others will love you. As the visionary behind the magnetized system, a three-step process for turning dreams into reality, she is dedicated to helping individuals find their happily ever after. She is the host of Project Loving Myself, a podcast inviting listeners to create a life where you are your own top priority biggest fan and loudest cheerleader. Her passion lies in her signature program, Soulmate Magnet, helping women looking for love to stop chasing it and start attracting it instead so they can finally go from single to in a relationship 
for life. For the third time on the Eavesdrop podcast, please welcome Sanaya Gurnamal. Yay! Yay! Thank you, Jelly. Thank you so much. You know, when you say it, it just comes alive. Like I was listening to, to the introduction. I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's who I am. You know, <laughs> thank you so much for, you know, the way you presented it. I loved it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sanaya. Thank you for coming back. Like I said, it's the third time. You're the only guest so far who's been Woo-hoo! back three times on the show. So thank you for that. But, you know, while reading your, your intro, I got curious. Um, I, I because as everybody already knows, Sanaya is my mentor in Theta Healing. So I'm pretty much abreast with her life and what she's into, what she's doing, um, the stuff that she's studying. It's my first time to hear the magnetize system, a three-step process. What is that mm-hmm. about? Well, you know, the magnetized process is what I've discovered after working with women for over 15 years. I've worked with them on one-on-one sessions and realized that, you know, healing has a process. It has a almost um, a path that we have to follow. So if I work with someone and we're just working with whatever's going on in their life right now, yes, they're going to feel better and, you know, perhaps they're going to get closer to their goals. But if they have stuff in their past that's still kind of hanging over their head and it's it might be tucked away in the corners of their mind, but it's going to show up at some point or the other. Mm-hmm. So even if we, you know, deal with something that is challenging them in the moment in their relationship, if I don't go back to the past and clean up all the stuff that led up to whatever they're going through right now, it's going to show up in another form. So that's one component of the system is that you really have to clean up the past. Mm-hmm. The second thing that I realized after working with, with women over such a long period of time is that if you don't completely love and accept yourself right now as you are for all that you are, then you're going to, um, you're not really going to come into a relationship or even any other aspect of your life being complete. So that's almost like a precursor to being kind of the best version of yourself is being able to love who you are, wherever you are, at whatever point you are in your life and being like, I'm okay with that, but I still want to get to point A or B or C, but you have to be okay with who you are. So acceptance of who you are in the moment is also sort of another cornerstone of this magnetized system. And finally, the last part of it is um, if you want to attract or create your future, you need to know exactly what it is that you want. Almost like it has to be picture clear in your mind. That's what I want. And then you're very likely to bring that into your life. So that's really the three-step magnetized process, which is release the past, accept and love your present to create or attract the future that you want. Mm. How do we do this? How do we clean up our past? (laughs) Yeah, let's start with the first (laughs) step because you're talking about cleaning up the past. And for many people... You already think, oh, I've, I've cleaned. I'm okay with it. You know, I've, I've gotten over that. How do you even know that you've really cleaned up your past? And if you have, you know that there's still something that's looming over your head. How do you do it? So that's a really great question because I was just having a conversation with someone the other day about how, like, if you're like me, you have a closet full of stuff. 
right? Like you have clothes probably that you don't fit into anymore. It was like maybe pre-pregnancy or you have stuff that really, right? Like you have, Mm -hmm. you have clothes that looked good like 10 years ago and you're like, I hope it's going to come back into fashion. (laughs) Right? Like if you wear it now, it's super dated. (laughs) Right? Or like you have stuff that like, it's just sitting there and you're like, one day it's going to go perfect with something Something. I need. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And it's just there. So that's how I feel our relationship closet is. It's full of stuff that's just sitting there that we haven't let go of. We don't pay attention to it. We don't look at it. We don't wear it, but it's sitting there in our closet. And so that's what I mean by the past that needs to be sort of let go of or cleaned out or even decluttered. Um, We're all you know, carrying these relationships and we may think we got over them, right? Cause maybe we don't think about it that much or, um, we feel like, oh, we've forgiven the person, even though every time we think about it, we're like angry and like annoyed. And we say something nasty about what that person did, but we still think we have forgiven or let go. And the thing is, if you have any kind of emotion, when you think about a past relationship, you haven't forgiven it. You haven't really let it go. So that's something that I feel is looming over a lot of people's lives. And they don't consciously understand that it's still there. Okay. And so in our relationship, whether it's with a friend, whether it's with, you know, a new prospect, you know, someone we think we might want to get into a relationship with, there are these unresolved things we're carrying, almost collecting cobwebs in our relationship closet that keep coming up. And so that is why I feel we really need to clean up the past. And it really has to do with unpacking what happened, accepting it letting go of it, maybe forgiving it and um, being ready to move on. Mm. So there's a checklist. Like, so if I'm thinking of somebody in my past and then like a negative thought comes up, even though like, you know, I've moved on, I feel that I have, but then there's like some sort of negative aspect to it. I haven't really moved on. Exactly. Like, it's like that. (sighs) Mm -hmm. So how do we do this? I mean, like I'm thinking of somebody, it elicits some (laughs) kind of, I'm triggered by it, but I never see this person. You know, I I don't get to interact with this person yet. Right. I understand. Like in my head, I am triggered. So how do I get rid of that? How do I take it out of my closet and throw it away? Yeah. (laughs) You know, to have feelings. Well, the first thing to do is to actually confront it. Uh Why do I feel that way? Right. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'm feeling um, rejection, but why? Why do I feel rejection? Oh, maybe it's because this person, when I was in the relationship with them, would constantly make me feel rejected. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm getting triggered by rejection. All right. So why did I feel so rejected? Mm -hmm. Was it because at that time, I didn't love and accept myself or I didn't feel I was, you know, good enough for that partner at that time. So we want to kind of dig into what was going on and why are we still carrying that? Because if we have that feeling, it means there's something still there. 
something we need to learn, something we need to um, accept, forgive. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's hanging there. It's open. It's like an open wound. And we have to clean it out. We have to kind of maybe put some, what do we, what do we put? Betadine on it, you know, <laughs> yeah. we got to put some Neosporin. cotton band-aid. <laughs> we got to do something about that wound that's kind of left open. Right. And that's what we need to do to get from, hey, I'm still triggered. I'm still feeling this mm -hmm, way mm -hmm. to kind of the next time I think about it. Okay. Uh, you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I was who I was at that point. I'm so much more um, happier with who I am today. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm so glad I have come this far. So there's perspective, right. there's understanding, there's even, you know, celebration of how far I've come from that point, as opposed to, oh my God, I feel rejected or I feel uncomfortable about that situation. And, you know, it comes up when we least expect it. So I had um, a student come up to me and she's like, you know, Sanaya, I'm happily married. We have this wonderful child. You know, I know I'm with the right partner, but I don't know why thoughts of my ex just keep coming up. And I know I'm over it. I know I'm completely like, you know, in love with my partner today, but why do these thoughts keep coming up? Right. What's going on there? Right. And so that's a perfect kind of relationship detox moment. It's um, I call it relationship detox because I have a process where, you know, you actually go through these steps of, you know, dealing with that and then going through perhaps some rituals, letting go and all of that to get to a point where, OK, I don't need those thoughts to keep coming up and interrupting my beautiful life that I have right now. And so there was something she needed to, you know, to face and confront from that old relationship, which doesn't have anything to do with her new partner. It's purely mm. something she had to deal with on her own. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know how like you, you already know that you have healed from a certain relationship, but there are quite a number of people who still hold on to maybe the lessons from that relationship. Sometimes they like to hold on to the anger and the resentment from that relationship because yeah. they don't want to make the same mistake. Sure. They don't want to end up with a similar character in a future relationship. So you mean that's not necessary. You can yeah, just fully let go but how do you ensure that you're not going to make the same mistake? Yeah, that's that's so true for most of us is that we use regret for us to make better decisions, right? So I'm going to hold on to all those negative feelings from a relationship because that way, either I will protect myself from being in any relationship at all, right? Because it's too painful or it brings up too much Um too much fear or anxiety or so on. So we hold on to these regrets to keep us safe. Sometimes they block us from getting into future relationships. Sometimes we hope they're going to help us make better decisions, except what happens is our brain is constantly thinking about those regrets, right? You're like, I don't want a guy who's going to do this to me, or I don't want um, to be in a situation where I have to experience this pain. And so you're constantly focusing on these regrets. So what do you do, right? Law of attraction. You attract exactly that. 
So in mm. an attempt to protect yourself from exactly the same kind of situation, you just recreate it because that's all you're thinking about. It's kind of whether it's in the forefront of your mind or it's somewhere in the subconscious, that's what your mind's kind of putting out. Mm. And so what we have to do is, yes, hold on to the lessons. I want to pay attention to the red flags that I've learned are probably going to cause me pain, right? But I don't want to hold on to the actual pain itself. I want to take what makes me smarter, but not what makes me more vulnerable or more, um, you know, more fearful of what I might encounter in the future. And so that's why it's really important to unpack, right? Understand what happened, accept what happened, forgive, right? Let go of the regret because if it weren't for those experiences, I wouldn't have gained the confidence or the skills maybe to pay attention or recognize the red flags that would make me say, wait a minute, this Mm. may not be (laughs) the best person for me after all, because look at what, you know, look at how they treat other people. Mm -hmm. right? Look at how they're speaking to their mother, for example, Mm. you know, maybe that's how they're going to speak to me, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's what I saw in the past. Or maybe, you know, if this is the kind of person who doesn't call me back all the time, maybe this is something I need to, you know, question, is this person as invested as I am, right? Mm. So just being curious, just, you know, thinking through things, because of how I've experienced my previous relationships will just make you a better, um, I don't know, a better dater. I don't know if that's the right. (laughs) Partner? (laughs) Partner, yeah. (laughs) Do you often see a lot of women who, um, I think it's very, very human for us to try to escape the pain after a breakup by getting into another Mm. relationship. So rebound. And so many people get into it without knowing that they're actually, before they even kind of really deal with the relationship that broke up or that didn't work out, they're into another one. What can you say to people like that, especially women? I think uh, sometimes we understand Mm. that we're recreating a pattern what do you say to women who do that? Yeah. The oh best God, way first... to get over one is to get under a new one. <laughs> that came, I, I don't know what show that was. Completely. And, you know, people actually say that. Right? People give that advice, you know, mm. it, just, to get over, just start dating again. Mm. Right. And then before you know it, you're in another relationship. But I was the queen of rebound at one point. So I get it. I've done it, you know, <laughs> so many times. Right. But so what happens is when you're going from one relationship to another, it's because you are afraid of dealing with the pain, right? Or it's avoidance. Mm. And so what you do is you just kind of hide from it and it's still sitting there and it's going to show up again because the next time someone says something to you that reminds you of that other relationship, you're going to overreact. Right. And that actually happened to someone I was working with. Um, Her partner would send her a wink face on WhatsApp. But her previous partner used to do that. And it was kind of like suggestive. It was like sexually suggestive. So when this new Mm -hmm. guy she's getting to know is doing the same thing, right? She starts to react in a very uncomfortable way because she didn't quite 
you know, deal with that feeling in that past relationship, mm-hmm. right? She didn't feel, she didn't deal with the lack of safety that she had. And so when we jump from one relationship to another, we never kind of close off and complete the previous relationship. So it's kind of left open. It's like, I feel like it's um like you're reading a book, right? And you never finish the book and it's just kind of sitting there and you never know what happens at the end, right? right? right. And there's a lot of like regret. Maybe there's a sense of like, what if, what, if, what yeah. could have been, mm-hmm. right? right? And then- that's why you're hanging on to all these thoughts in future in other relationships of what could have been with somebody else. Right. So you get all like, you get all confused and there's lack of clarity anymore about what you want. There's no, um, closing of the chapter, you know, there's no ending there. And so you're just moving on and you start floating in relationships, um, feeling just like, um, like you've lost direction. You know, I've, I've had people who've come to me feeling that way because they've just been in and out of relationships. They've lost all sense of themselves or what Mm. they want, you know? So I, I believe that rituals are very important. Um, if you have ended a relationship going through a grieving process or a healing process, maybe doing a ritual of just being like, okay, um, the, this is what happened. Uh, maybe you want to write a closure letter. Maybe you want to um, just spend some time celebrating the beautiful moments, but also accepting why it wasn't meant to be. Just a ritual in itself is a great way to complete a relationship that is no longer working, right? Just doing that it, helps. I think it's like an accident, you know, when there's an accident, People don't just get back and, you know, mm. get on with life again. You got to go, hey, what happened here? Mm-hmm. Right? Who, who did what? Did you cross the street? When You know, there's like a, um, An a investigation. post-mortem. post-mortem. Yeah, post-mortem. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, and just to kind of like see which one is mine, which one mm-hmm. is my shit, which <laughs> right, one is his right. shit, right? Yes. Because those things kind of need to be packed and unpacked because you kind of need to have the story of what happened clear to you, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes the pain is so confusing that you don't really know where you're going to go. And all you feel is like the weight of the sadness. And I don't blame people for wanting to get out of it. And sometimes I think a new relationship feels like, I said, you attracted a guy again and you feel so beautiful. And it's like you're starting a new love story and it becomes more, you crave it more because you're trying to get away from the opposite, which is the pain of losing one. Mm-hmm. And so you're right. ping pong, no? It's like it just keeps going and going until you say, stop. Yeah. Doing what you're doing. Yeah. Do women have that moment? Because it feels like it comes at a certain age. You know, you've got, and then you go, wait a minute, why do I keep doing this? Do you yeah. often hear that women kind of need to go through it over and over until they get, you know, wise? I think a lot of people don't get wise and that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. That is very on point. That's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so what happens is they settle in the wrong relationship, right? right? And then the next yeah. chapter is like lots of stress, 
a lot of yes. conflict in the relationship, which ends up in whatever separation, maybe betrayal, all kinds of stuff happening. That's one, you know, scenario. The second scenario is you get really anxious or depressed mm-hmm. and you don't know why. And you can't connect the dots that I'm feeling depressed and anxious and like, you know, just um, fearful. Right. But it's because yeah, yeah. I've been in all these relationships for maybe a decade and I never did that post-mortem mortem, Right. I just kind of yeah. like hid from all the pain and I thought the next love was going to fix it. But all it mm-hmm. did is make me feel worse. Mm-hmm. And then I yeah. get, you know, I get even more, you know, dragged into this dark hole of rejection and not feeling enough and not feeling good about myself. And then eventually it's like your self-esteem takes a hit, anxiety, depression, all of this stuff happens. So that's the other scenario. Um, Another thing that might happen is you keep blaming other people, right? So it's like escapism, Mm -hmm. escape responsibility, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so then you start creating all these, um, you know, these narratives in your head, like, but men are like this or like, you know, um, yeah. they're, they, it, it, like, I should just be single. I want to be alone. <laughs> yeah. so you create a whole bunch of other stories. And then right. you've got, you know, women who just swear off dating and they focus on career mm, until yeah. one day it's like 10 years later and they look back and they're like, Hey, I just kind of forgot about me or I forgot about what I wanted. And now maybe it's too late. Mm-hmm. So you've got that thing going on, right? And there's yeah. a very small percentage of women I find um, who actually wake up and they're like, I don't want to do this anymore, right? I'm done and I need to go work on myself. Very mm-hmm. small percentage of women who actually sit up and say, it's not them, it's me, mm-hmm. right? They're not the problem. I'm yeah. the problem, I'm- which means I got to do something about myself. <laughs> I'm the common right. factor. <laughs> It's me. Right? Like it's me, right? Like that's I'm the up. problem. I'm the problem. It's me. Because yeah, I, I think that that really happens. I mean, you for if you're in your 20s and you've had only one or two relationships, mm. it's easy to say, oh, it's them. Oh, he cheated on me. Oh, uh-huh. he did that. But if it keeps happening, if you're even if you're not that smart, you you will see it. Like why why does this keep happening to yeah. me? Right. And then you see but, your friends who are not doing the exact same, committing the same <laughs> mistakes. And then you go, wait, I'm doing this somehow. I'm manifesting this, this <laughs> thing that keeps like, I don't rewinding and rewinding and rewinding and reliving it. Mm-mm. So after you've unpacked your past, what's the next step for women to like, kind of get into a better place? Yeah. So I take them through a process, uh, which I call is the relationship inventory, because, you know, Dell, I think a lot of most women can't see the pattern, Mm. even though it's like right there. It's like you're stating the obvious because you're going through it every single time. Mm -hmm. But you you already decided if you're in that position, you've decided that that's how men are. You see, Mm. it's not your pattern. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just men in general can't be trusted. That's why they keep cheating on yep. me. It's men. It's not me. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. chances are you probably grew up with a father who cheated on your mother. Nine out of 10 yeah. times, I find. Right. And so for you, it's already the norm. Like that's kind of normal. Like that's I the had standard. A, that's the standard. I had a client. That's what you saw. That's what you saw. Mm-hmm. And her father had a second family. Right. Mm-hmm. And so her mom 
knew that Mm -hmm. she was raised knowing about the second family, watching her mother go about her daily life, knowing about this, accepting it. And just, it's like, yeah, I know it's there, but it's not my business. Like it's not my business, Mm -hmm. right? It's nothing to do with me, but I know it's there. So you watch your mom do it. So you think, oh, it's the most normal thing in the world. There's nothing wrong with Mm -hmm. this, which is why even that small percentage of women, let's say, who come and start working with me and I put them, so they're aware enough to know they're the problem, but they can't see the pattern until I put them through a process Ah. of actually almost taking inventory of every relationship and starting to connect those dots because the pattern is not just one obvious one. Like, Oh, they always cheat on me. It's, it's usually deeper and there are layers of what's going on in your relationships. Like I always feel unworthy and then I push them away. Right. And then they cheat on me. So there's a story, right? There's subtext, it, definitely. There's yeah. subtext. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we got to see the whole picture. We, we have to investigate what is really going on. And then, okay, if this is what's happening, where did that start? All right. So now I got to go back into where did I see this? Where did I learn that this was the way to do relationships? Because clearly this is my mm-hmm. default setting. Right. Right. Mm. So there's a whole process of getting into um, how I've gotten to this point in my life. Right. Mm-hmm. And then from that point, healing is really important. Okay. Introspection is important. Understanding why this is the way it is or why you've been doing it. There's a benefit to you. That's why you have kept the story running in your life, this Mm -hmm. negative pattern. Mm -hmm. So I call that the negative relationship template that you have now subscribed to. You've owned it. It's now yours. You've picked it up from somewhere else, but now it's yours and you're doing it in your relationships. Okay. And then So you go through that and there's inner child work that I think is very, very important because as a child, you witnessed it around you Mm -hmm. and there's probably a lot of trauma from that. Like if you saw your father abusing your mom, right? And so now you've grown up believing that, you know, men will hurt you or love is painful, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of trauma in that for that little girl who witnessed that. So you have to do a lot of, you know, inner child work and Mm -hmm. forgiveness and letting go and recognizing that was then, but I'm an adult now, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not this, you know, innocent, defenseless, scared child anymore. I can actually say, this is not what I want. I don't have to bear the pain. I don't have to stay in a relationship where I don't have a choice because I do have a choice. So there's a lot of kind of... I can have a different life. So you got to really teach the mind that you're not a victim in the situation, but you're a full grown adult, right? This is not happening to you, right? You can be like, Hey, I don't want this. I'm going to make another choice. Mm-hmm. So there's really, I, I take people through that understanding. And so you grow, you grow as you realize, Oh, I've been doing this almost like on repeat without realizing I don't have to, I can press mm-hmm. stop, right? I can say, no, I can walk away. Right. And for a lot of people, it's like, oh, it's again, it seems obvious, but when you're in a situation, it isn't. You think you just have to stay. Right. And then the next step from that is realizing, well, if I'm not, you know, this victim of the situation, then 
maybe I am this amazing person who gets to make her own choice every single time. Maybe I'm someone people want to be with as opposed to I'm not good enough. You know, I'm not worthy of love. Um, Love is painful. Maybe I can, you know, attract the right kind of love. So it started starting to build your self-esteem, starting to discover who you are without all that, you know, stuff you've been carrying, the past baggage, you know, that, you know, belongs to someone else. Actually, it's not even yours. It doesn't have to be yours if you let it go. So that's kind of what I um, take people through to release that past and start stepping into your own and taking Um, control. So now our last episode on the eavesdrop podcast, Adele posed a, a really good question and we kind of left it hanging. We didn't really get to fully answer that question. What if you doubt yourself? Like you've gone through mm-hmm. the process, you've done decluttering your closet, you've gone through all the rituals and the process, and you're already at a point that you've understood, accepted, and you already know that you've worked on yourself. You've done all the work, but now you're doubting that it will, it will work out this time. Yeah. Or if I get into a relationship, I'm going to attract somebody different who's this time going to nurture and love the new me. What if there is just that self-doubt, especially since with all that crap, you already know what to deal with. So that's become your comfort zone. But this new you and this new thing that you're going into, this is unfamiliar. So what if you're doubting yourself that... (laughs) Because that's human, right? That's to be like, it'll creep in. Uh, You can't stop it. Yeah. So what? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. So, so basically what you're saying, Jelly, is I've done the step one, right? You're in that, you're talking about a scenario where I've done the step one. I've released the past, Mm. right? Now I'm in step two, which is I have, I'm learning to love and accept myself and my situation. And, yeah, my I, and I've done that. I've, you know, let's say, yeah, like over the years, asking I've already- Asking for a friend, better than ask, Asking for a friend, hashtag asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've done your, your work. You've gone through yeah. all the healing classes. Oh, wait, still asking for a friend. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I get okay. that because you come, maybe you're at a point in a pattern. Yeah, I want to heal. I want to forgive. I want to, I'm here. I'm ready. But then yeah. it's like, oh, maybe what's happening? No, but hold on. <laughs> so that's still step two for me though, Jenny. Oh. At that point, yes, you've completed step one, but you're still in step two because I find the biggest roadblock to getting from, I've cleaned up my past, you know, I'm resolved. I've done all this healing, you know, but I'm not right. I'm afraid to kind of move on. It's the fear. Fear becomes the biggest roadblock because what if I'm in a relationship and it happens again? What if I'm in a relationship and I don't see the the red flags? Like what if, um, you know, I'm with somebody, but then they change. So all Mm. these fears come up. And so that's where the doubt comes in, right? Because I don't feel safe that none of this is going to repeat again, Mm. or I don't feel safe that... Um, this can happen for me. And so what's missing here, the key ingredient missing here is trust and trust two ways. One, trust in myself that no matter what, I'm going to be okay. Okay. I'm going to know what to do and how Mm -hmm. to uh, maybe even change the situation or um, make the right choice at that point. That's one. And the second trust that you need is 
in sort of the universe, or if you believe in God, it would be God or the higher power, whatever you have faith in, the trust must come in that no matter what, I'm protected. Things will be okay. I will get to where I want to be. There has to be a trust that the possibility exists for me, Mm -hmm. right? And then I trust myself enough that if that possibility exists for me, I will do what it takes to make it work for me, okay? Just by accepting responsibility, just by, you know, um, understanding myself and not projecting whatever my fears are, my issues are onto somebody else. So there's trust, trust in me that I can Mm -hmm. hack it. I can go the distance, right? So where this friend might be. (laughs) I'll make sure to share this episode with my friend. Yeah, go on. (laughs) So where she might be sort of hanging out. She, he. Mm. He, she, you know, (laughs) them might be hanging out is at that point where I don't completely trust either myself, my judgment, Mm. most likely, or that I will be taken care of in this Mm. situation right? That I believe there really is someone out there who is just right for me. And that means trusting the universe or the higher power, that that power will orchestrate my life to bring me that person. And it is going to be happily ever after, right? Mm. So I got to trust there is such a thing as happily ever after for me. And if I don't Mm. believe such a thing exists for me, then maybe I haven't completely loved and accepted myself or thought myself worthy of it or deserving of it yet. Maybe I'm like almost there, but maybe there's just like a little bit more. There's still some tweaking that needs to be done. There's always tweaking, you know, but the tweaking for me to get what I really want. Okay. And then that would be completing step two for me. If you Mm. embrace that trust and you really feel like, you know, I know I'm going to get this. I know that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow is waiting for me. It's just Mm -hmm. a matter of time. It's like a confidence and you don't go out looking for it. You're just kind of like, I know. So I'm going to go about my life knowing when that time is right or where that person is ready, we're just going to collide and it's going to be like, this is it. Okay. Mm. And then you get to step three, which is, well, but before I um, find that person. I got to be really clear about what I want, right? And I got to know exactly. I got to have a vision in my head of what our life would look like. And not just, oh, you know, we're walking off into the sunset and it's like, you know, your typical rom-com happy Mm -hmm. ending, right? It's not like that. It's like, well, how are we going to handle conflict? Mm -hmm. Or how are we going to manage money? What would that look like? Where are we going to live? The important conversations. And I I think you need to have those conversations with yourself first before you have them with somebody else, right? right? So you got to be really clear. What kind of partner do I want? Do I want someone who goes to work and I manage the home? Or do I want someone who is, you know, equally involved in raising the children, right? Mm. What kind of man do I want if you're looking for a man? Okay. I'm just using that example, but it could be anybody, right? right? right. So what exactly does a good partnership look like to me? And Mm. how will I feel in that relationship? Right. And like, how will we relate to my family and their family? Like you got to have a clear 
idea in your head what that looks like for it to be like. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm going to find exactly that. Okay. It has to be that clear. And that's not like, just the fun stuff, but the, the right. hard stuff too. Mm. And it's like, okay. these are really adult, mature questions, you know, like you yeah. got to sit down and think about it. And I like how you said that it's, it's constant tweaking. Cause like if, if we're talking to, let's say 20 year olds or 30 year olds, um, like my examples, like when I, felt like, oh, I, I, I re I want a partner that's stronger than me who can, you know, tell me when I'm, uh, being too much or whatever. Right. So, but I got that partner. I love him so much, but the constant tweaking of that was <laughs> for me to realize, well, Monica, this is what you wanted. You wanted a, a, a strong partner, right? Equally as strong as you, because you're also strong headed. And now the tweaking is like, okay, well, you got to there, there needs to be like a back and forth here. Like he's there, he's strong, but you're also strong. So you can't be bull. Both of you can't be bullheaded. You know, mm -hmm. there's understanding to be there, to be made in all the aspects, you know? And then I think when we worked on that, that, that helped a lot. So I'm thinking like, if we're, if we're here in our, and let's say uh, a, a young adult is listening, like, I don't know if they have, cause at, at that time I didn't have that mapped out for me. Like, financial questions and how they're going to be with um, my family and stuff like that. So like if people, the women who come to you, are they already like kind of um, older or are they younger? Sanaya? Yeah, you're actually, you're on point because generally the women that I work with have been dating mm -hmm. um, for a bit, for a while. They've been in relationships um, and they're often disappointed with their relationships or betrayed or hurt, um, which by the way is like most women who are still single, right? It's right. pretty much right. But, um, uh, I, and I know that because that was me. I'm really like, I am my perfect or not perfect, but I, I am who I was once who I now help. Yes. Right. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So in, in, F you were in, there. in essence, you lived it. I was there, mm -hmm. I lived it. And so every time I'm helping someone else in a way, I'm helping my younger self who didn't uh -huh. have that guidance, right? Hey. Who took 
a lot more time and had to do a lot of like, you know, mm-hmm. running around in circles <laughs> and, you know, making lots of mistakes. And you didn't have a Sanaya back of, then and the process. I did not. <laughs> Right. And that's why even when I, you know, work with women today, like everything that I do is from that perspective that, you know, if I had known Mm -hmm. all of this, then what took me 10, 15 years to figure out would have probably, you know, taken me a lot, a lot um, less time. Um, But, you know, that was what I needed to go through. And so now hopefully the people that I work with don't have to go through that, right? right? They can have like the, you know, the, the shortcut, shortcut version. um, And maybe they will help somebody else in that way. Right. So we're constantly passing on um, and, and raising other people, but, um, but yeah, you know, it's mostly I, work with women who probably in their later Mm twenties, mid to late twenties, um, tend to come to me. But if I do work with younger women, like I have college going clients, it's only because they're super self-aware and they started like that whole journey of, of, you know, self-discovery. They've already been doing that, that they know they come to me because they're like, I don't want to make the same mistakes my parents did. Okay. Right. Mm, Yeah. And they're already coming to me being like, (laughs) I know that I will create all of that. So help me before I do that. That's great. Cause like, I remember 20 year old me, not self-aware. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> 20 year old me was like, I'm going to party and I'm going to live my life. And, you know, I don't have a care in the world for what happens to anybody else. So obviously that maturity yeah. wasn't there. But I do feel a lot of um, women today at 20 are way more self-aware, way more mature than I was back then. Right. I know like COVID helped and lots of things that are going on, um, have made people a lot more self-aware, um, than probably any of us was, were in our time. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but yeah, generally later mid to late twenties. Um, and I am working with women who are even, you know, close to their fifties. Yeah. Um, who are like, wait a minute, I've been doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to, you know, spend my life right. doing the same thing. Right. So across the board, um, I do work with people at different phases, stages of life, but, um, they do have that one thing in common where it's like, um, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I just don't know how to get out of this. Right. Yeah. It Um, starts from there though. Right. It has to start from there. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We're waiting just in case Del wanted to say something. (laughs) (laughs) We just just want to make sure. (laughs) No, no. I I just, I'm just thinking about um, women. Really. There's a moment in your, in your life where you got to grab yourself and you go, wait, what is going on? And I think that moment is beautiful. Because you you already know, wait, it, it doesn't feel good. I'm always looking for something that doesn't seem to exist or I keep running into the same problem. And so women have this moment where they go, wait a minute, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. That sends you down certain, you know, you look for people who can help you because you start to go, I don't want to go down this road again really, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm very tired, you know, and, 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 but I like that moment in the woman because in as much as she sees all of the problems, it is the beginning of her strength. 
Hmm. Because if you're not looking at it, you're just going to keep repeating it. And so, you know, you said, I think that's one of the things that uh, I would say make women great is this ability to confront oneself, whether that's a fear, whether uh, accepting who you are, maybe you don't like who you are, yeah. all of these things. There's a moment where a, a woman understands herself in the great, you know, in the great picture of things and like, I, no, 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 I don't want the story. I want another one. And so this is like, one of the things that will lead them down, you know, this path of self-discovery and asking questions and asking for help that does exist because it is available. Like, you know, Sanaya is doing this with women, yeah. actual yes. real women mm -hmm. who are experiencing it and who are, you know, so there is help in case you are listening to this podcast and you're yes. going, that's me. Yes. I don't want to do this again. What do I do? What do I do? I Sanaya? What different. do I do? <laughs> right. Like yeah. there is like, you have the resources and I is there. It's like, cause you know, um, when you were talking about closure, do you remember? So my mind went back to like a relationship closure, right? So a 20 year old Monica be like, Oh, relationship closure. I got to get closure from the guy. I got to tell him I got to, but <laughs> no, Girls out. No. no, the closure is no. the, the closure letter <laughs> with yourself. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. this is really great because obviously we didn't have this when we were younger and like the women at all ages, they have it now. And tonight your process is there to actually help them. And it, it is such a process. Okay. You can't, I mean, your the self-realization and self-awareness happens with you, but then everything else, I mean, you kind of need help here, right? I mean, we can't yeah. do it by ourselves. No, it's, it's a lot, you know, mm -hmm. Monica, it's a lot. And you really need someone to guide you through yes. it because it's very hard to see yourself objectively. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and you need to start asking yourself the right questions. Like a lot of the women I work with, I ask them questions that again, feel like they're normal questions, but they've never asked themselves that. Mm -hmm. Right. So you really need someone else to spark those like realizations and they don't happen like in an instant. You have to, again, clarity is like, I would say clarity is on a dimmer switch. Um, this is actually a mentor told me. It's like, you don't get clarity like, oh my God, aha. It's like you try and you learn and you yes. think and you process and you question. And then, oh, I get it now. Right. Mm -hmm. And that process can take years. True. Right. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. Or you right can, yeah. right. Or you can get somebody who will help you, yeah. you yeah. know, with the right questions, kind of coach you help you through that. Because unfortunately, the truth is, um, Del, the moment you talked about, right? That moment where women have this beautiful ability to be like, hey, wait a minute. I don't want this anymore. I want something different. It is really a pivotal moment. It is a beautiful moment, but it usually almost, or it almost always comes after pain. Mm. I have to be in severe pain to be like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. You know, that wake up usually happens after some pretty painful situations or moments. You almost have to hit rock bottom. And I don't want that to be like, oh, that's how it has to be. But for most people, it's like, I got to, you know, dig that hole so deep 
that the only way out is to start start climbing, right? Because mm-hmm. I've just hit the rock bottom at this point. Um, and sometimes that could be like realizing everybody else is with somebody and I'm not. What's wrong with me? Right. Mm. Or it could be, I have to be hurt so badly to be like, I can't do this anymore. I just don't have the energy. Mm -hmm. I don't have the bandwidth anymore. Right. Or it could be like, um, you know, realizing you're at a point, um, you know, where do I have to start freezing my eggs? Right. You have to start making these big decisions. Right. And so all of these can be very challenging for people. And it takes maybe that you know, almost kicking your butt to be like, hey, maybe I had to do something different here, right? <laughs> maybe I need to, you know, take a look at what's happening and, you know, yeah. think again about what but I'm doing. I like that. Maybe also you don't have to hit that rock bottom. Maybe we can avoid it <laughs> and right? start the process early. <laughs> Right. And that's what we're doing here, yes. right? In this conversation mm-hmm. is we're telling you, we're saying that yeah. you don't have to hit rock bottom, mm-hmm. you know, start asking those questions, right? Reflect on your relationships. What is happening, right? We're asking the question that you're not asking yourself is what do I have in common through all these experiences I've had, right? Through all these relationships, what am I seeing that I have refused to see for so long? Right. Just asking that question may make someone, you know, think about, oh, maybe I need to have that moment right now where I make a different choice or I take a step, you know, to take control of this situation in my life. Right. And say, I don't want to do this anymore right now before it has to get so painful that I'm forced into a corner. Right. That's what this conversation we're having is about. Oh, see, guys, there's help out there. You just got to ask. That's why we got to ask tonight. Actually, you know what? I mean, it's true. Ever since Jelly has mentioned that you've been here like three times already. And I think the number one thing that I've learned from you, Sanaya, and I mean, just to be candid, like I've gone uh, to Sanaya for Theta Healing. I've had my friends and other family members go through it. But like my number one takeaway is like, you really have to ask questions. And keep asking the questions and keep digging, right? Um, and it is very hard work. But again, not everybody is equipped to ask the right questions. So, yeah. Sanaya, I know, I mean, like, this is a process. But, like, what if there's people out there who, who want to, you know, get help? Um, is the program, what's the program called again? There's, like, something, yes. right? Yeah. So, I um, I do a program called Soulmate Magnet. It's yeah. an eight-week program. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a group coaching program. So a lot of it is online. So you can do Mm -hmm. it on your own time, but it's like a cohort. So we go through an eight week process together. I do live um, coaching with the group we do because I do all the healing and I do all the exercises live, but I also teach them through interactive um, videos and worksheets through this eight week process. And so what I'm doing is I'm, I'm taking you almost hand, you know, hand in hand through that journey of, you know, here is step one, and then Mm -hmm. we're going to go into step two together. And then we're going to get step three together. So I bring you from where you are to where the guidance we were talking about, right? Because we can't do it on our own. Yeah. 
Correct. So it's really that process of growing into that woman Mm -hmm. who can say, Hey, I completely love myself. I am enough. I don't need anybody else, but I would love to have somebody. And the somebody I want looks like this. Okay. And then we do this manifestation at the end of eight weeks and attract that person into your life. And, you know, I've done this program with almost a hundred people now. And it is incredible because I've seen like women literally blossom into this, you know, beautiful version of themselves. Mm-hmm. I had this one um, woman I worked with. So um, she came to me being like, I've been hurt in so many relationships. And all I want to do now is like focus on myself. I don't, I don't want to do this whole relationship thing. It's been too painful. Mm-hmm. And this is my dream. And this is what I want to do. Um, and at that time, she didn't know much about me, but she knew she had to do some work on herself. And what she loved about what I was doing is it's really a self-love program, right? Even though our goal is to get you to a point where you can like magnetically, (laughs) excuse me, like vibrationally attract your partner, but it's all about working on yourself. It's about healing the past. It's about loving and accepting yourself. It's becoming clear about what you want in a partner and what that looks like. Right. So she came into the program. We completed the program in July. And, um, one of the key things also we end with is detachment. So it's not about, I need to go out there and find that person, but it's kind of like, Hey, Uh I am really good with who I am. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I'm just so happy where I'm at. That's where we end the program. Um, five months later, she, um, randomly on new year's Eve (laughs) meets someone And they have like this, the longest conversation that she's ever had with anybody. And um, they're dating like within a couple of days, they've been together for um, a little over a month and they're talking marriage. They've met each other's parents. It's one of those, you know, when you know, you know, moments. Mm -hmm. And this person is so like the perfect fit for her. Okay. And that's the beauty of it is she's learned who she is. Mm -hmm. She knows exactly what she wants. She knows her triggers. She knows, you know, her challenges. And so when she's in this new relationship with him, she's open and honest and vulnerable and all the things she she's eliminated that whole, you know, playing hard to get. I don't know. Should I call? Do I message back? How do I behave? What do I say? What do I not (laughs) say? Like, you know, how do I ask the big question? She's eliminated, skipped over all of that because she did the work in the program. Right. So instead of having to hash it out with a new relationship, she's already done all the internal work. Mm -hmm. So all she does is, you know, Like she's in this relationship with this person and she knows this is it. And he knows this is it. And that, you know, that is what happened after soulmate magnet. It became easy and effortless. And they're still working out things, Mm -hmm. but in a very honest, very real, very like, you know, beautiful way, the way they handle conflict, right? is so beautiful because Mm -hmm. she's already learned how to do it. She has Mm -hmm. the life skills, that will make a relationship work because she's dealt with all her baggage, all her pain, all her trauma that was getting in the way in every other relationship she had been before that. So that's Soulmate Magnet. It is a journey. Um, But I also have a free gift for your listeners. Yeah. Um, If they have, you know, a relationship that they haven't 
you know, let go of, they have a, an ex hanging, you know, hanging out <laughs> rent free in their in mind, their head. Yes. in their head. Right. I do have something that I would love to share with your listeners. Mm-hmm. It's my um, relationship detox program. It's mm-hmm. a five day uh, process of letting go of the ex and the past relationship baggage. So you can make room, you can make space to actually bring someone new. So I say, you know, release the ex and reclaim your future, right? At least give yourself mental space to invite someone new in. Um, And it's a five day uh, program. So if, um, if anyone is interested in joining, the link is uh, bit.ly slash relationship detox now. Okay. And so you just enter, enter that in, put your name in and you'll get the program delivered right to you. And so I do take you through this process of, you know, releasing, um, the X. I do something called a relationship lie detector test because we often <laughs> glorify yeah. the X, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, this person was amazing to me. Meanwhile, the truth of it is uh-huh. like, you know, he was abusive or he was, he was like, the one was that got away. Right. And we tend to kind of make it all, you know, amazing when it wasn't just Uh because we're so busy, like pining over it or feeling, you know, feeling upset about it. So you go through a relationship lie detector test. Mm -hmm. You go through a process of um, like we talked about jelly earlier for your friend, you know, the regret, (laughs) the regret, you know, looking, unpacking that regret, processing that regret, bringing it up you know, and learning what you need to. Um, Another step is forgiveness. I do a lot of coaching through forgiveness in the program for you. And then we end it with a ritual, a very beautiful ritual that gives you closure. Because like you said, Monica, closure is not something you need to have with the other person. Closure is completely a private internal, you know, process that you just need to mark the end of that relationship. So you can, you know, be grateful for the lessons, right. Mm -hmm. But release all the pain that you don't need to carry forward. Right. Because all that's going to do is, um, sabotage your future relationships. And we don't want that. Right. So even if you're not ready for your soulmate, you're not there yet where you're like open to love, at least you can start cleaning up your relationship closet, right? Let's Mm -hmm. declutter it. So at least you feel better. Yeah. You feel more open. You feel more ready to even have that conversation with yourself about the future. So let's focus only on the past. So that's the relationship detox program. And um, I invite, you know, anyone listening in who feels like you have some stuff to get rid of, um, then that would be a great um, first step. Okay. And it's free. So there's no cost to that. It's and, free. Okay. So um, they do it online and, you know, mm-hmm. maybe there's some people who are a little scared or maybe intimidated at this. Is it like something that they can do on their own time? Are they yeah. going to have, right? It's just, just like you, it's like, like a, a 15, a 20 minutes. Yeah. There's a guide, there's worksheets. Oh, okay. I have a video that That's tells so you. Nice about each step. And then, you know, there's also a Facebook group that they can join where I actually personally coach you on the group. Um, And so there are different steps. It's very guided. It's very, very guided. You'll feel very supported. Uh It's about 20 minutes per day. Okay. okay, For the five days. That's nice. And also, cause you know, if you're an introvert and you don't want to be all like talking to people in a, in one big room, you're doing the work on yourself. It's like a home, it's homework. 
I can yeah. do it home at private. That's very nice. Cause I mean, I, yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking like, my gosh, I wish I had this when I was younger. <laughs> it would have saved me a lot of pain, but I'm happy me that too. It's, it's right. And I think that's why it's very relatable and you're very relatable, Sanaya, because you've gone through it. I mean, obviously all of us here in this podcast have gone through some crazy stuff <laughs> We and we've survived it. And that's the only way we can pass this knowledge on because we've lived it. You know, yeah. we know how it feels. So, Absolutely. That's Wait, I have quick questions about the soulmate magnet program that you have. Okay. First question. You said it's in a group setting of eight, uh, sorry, in a group setting. And then you go through eight weeks. Does yeah. that mean each one has to be like the, the group has to be complete doing it together every single time all throughout the eight weeks? Yes. So I only run the program twice a year, Jelly. The okay. next program starts March 18th and it runs okay. to May 10. And so what happens is I take people through the process week after week. We have like a theme, a module. We have sessions within that. And then every week we meet, right? So you are doing it you know, partially on your own time, but you're following like a path that I'm walking you through. Okay. And, um, there's, um, a lot of interaction with that. Okay. There's kind of a community. And what's so beautiful about the program is you actually feel really supported by the other members in the, in the program with you. Like everyone's rallying each other on, mm -hmm. like, you know, they, they actually stay in touch. They're like cheering for each other. Cause we, like one thing about us women is we need support. You know, we, we need to be nurtured. We need support. And so building the community in the program is just such a, you know, such an added bonus, I think for anyone who's joining in, because you don't feel alone, right? When you okay. hear about everybody else's story, you're like, Hey, mm -hmm. that's me too. Mm -hmm. So okay, yeah. But what if, what if I'm somebody who is private and I don't want complete strangers knowing my shit, knowing <laughs> yeah. my the skeletons in my closet. Yeah. I apologize, Juliana, for saying shit. <laughs> okay. So what if I'm that kind of person and I'm not comfortable, you know, laying it all out in front of strangers for eight whole weeks? Right. That's a good point. So I do offer the program one, one to one. Okay. Um, and that is something I do over the course of the year. And I work privately with people, um, but that's a different kind of, cause it's all my time versus a group program. Yeah. The benefit yeah. of the group program is you have the community mm -hmm. and pretty much everyone's a stranger yeah. and you don't mm. have to speak up. Right. So I've had people come in being like a little nervous. They're like, I don't really want to share. I'm like, you don't have to share. Right. Mm -hmm. You just have to show up. Mm -hmm. Right. And then okay. if you feel comfortable talking, then great. You know? you can participate. And almost everyone by the first session is participating because they realize, Hey, what I thought I was uncomfortable talking about, well, everyone's going through the same thing. We're all in the same boat. And somehow there's freedom when you acknowledge that you're not the only person going through that. So that's kind of the pro of the group version. Um, and of course I do the one-on-one -on -one, and usually that's for people who are like, I want to get this done now. I don't want to wait for the, the group to start. I want, yeah. you know, your time and I don't want to do it with anybody else. So I do have that option. Um, but I do feel, you know, 
the group version also has a lot of um, benefits when you're doing it with, you know, kind of the group energy. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, so that's the process. And if you do relationship detox, you'll get a sneak peek on what it looks like. Yeah, I was about to say. You know, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can already gauge by relationship detox. Is this something? Because when you do relationship... Mm-mm. Yeah. When you do it, you're like, Oh my God, I actually, I just did the homework. I did the exercises. I yeah. watched the training video and I already feel better, mm. you know, the next day. And so you gain the confidence as you take those like baby steps and you're mm. like, I can do this, right. Yeah. I can actually do this. And so you'll get an idea of what an eight week version would look like. Um, if you experience relationship detox. Yeah. Last question. What if I'm already in a relationship I don't want to get out of, but I know it can get better and I know things can improve. Can I do the soulmate magnet program and will it benefit me and still keep the relationship I'm currently in? Yeah. Great question, Jelly. Uh, I had two people like that. So I had one girl who came into the program who was already in a relationship, but she was not feeling very secure. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a lot of uncertainty. And by the end of Soulmate Magnet, their relationship took a completely different turn, all because she did the for inner the work. good or the bad for the good for the good for the good <laughs> for the good completely yeah. different turn. They broke up. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> well, you well, know, you know, it, it might be yeah. if you're in a toxic relationship while you join the program. Then thankfully. Yeah. you break up, right? Mm. If you're with, you're in the wrong relationship, That's thankfully right. you break up, right? So one girl, her relationship just completely went to a different level. Um, and that was just beautiful to watch too. I didn't know she was actually in a relationship. She just signed up for the program. And I found out during the program and we actually kind of week on week would ask her how it was going. And so she was actually narrating how the relationship was evolving because of the work she's doing on herself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, So that was one. The second woman I had was in a very toxic separation. So she's married, but they were, they were actually like living together half of the time, but they were separated for two years. And there was another woman in the picture. It was so toxic. It was so messy. So she came into the program and just working on her self-acceptance, old relationship stuff, forgiving that person that she was, you know, currently separating from. I mean, there was so much work we did while she was in the middle of a separation Mm -hmm. during Soulmate Magnet. So she's actually like, I'm not even ready for a new person, but Mm -hmm. I want to clean this up. Yeah. And by the end of the program, it was so beautiful because there was complete forgiveness and acceptance for this man that she was separating from, which honestly, they had children in common and they were co-parenting and it was so toxic for the Mm -hmm. the, the kids. But by the end of the program, just being able to, you know, take responsibility for what she had created, it just created such, um, you know, it just uh, cleared the air and it created such an amazing, um, communication Mm -hmm. channel now between her and her ex, right? That it was so much better for the children. And that was one of the wake up calls for her is when her child was starting to ask really difficult questions about why his mom hated his dad and like Mm -hmm. all this stuff. So that was beautiful. And then the third thing is I worked one-on-one with somebody who was in a relationship with her soulmate, Mm. but it was so bad. 
Okay. <laughs> they were like constantly fighting, but I could see these are two people who should be together. Really? I could see that. Yeah. But it was just so toxic. Okay. okay. They were like bringing out the worst in each other. Like you, can you imagine like the worst aspect of yourselves <laughs> being brought out by your, by each other? Mm. It was so messy. And she was doing um, soulmate magnet with me while being in this relationship. Cause actually I worked with her client as a client before, and we mm. actually manifested her partner, okay. but I didn't like, cause there was no soulmate magnet when I started working with her. So I didn't take her obviously through those steps. And that's part of the reason why I created Soulmate Magnet is I realized if you skip all those steps, you have to go back and clean it up. Mm. So on her own, she asked me, I want to do the program, even though, you know, we're already working together and I've manifested this partner. And I said, okay, great, let's do it. And we actually worked through the program while she was in this relationship and um, they have moved in now. Okay. That was one of the issues is like, he was not ready. He wasn't committing. They moved in now. They're talking about, you know, propose. Well, he's talking about propose, like <laughs> proposing. So they're already, you know, they're already there. Mm. And a lot of the stuff that was getting in their way has like both of them have the awareness and the understanding and they're starting to bring out the best in each other. So sometimes you are with your soulmate, even though it doesn't feel like it, but you're not mm. allowing each other to be your best selves because mm. you have all that toxic past you know, stuff, which is right. why relationship detox <laughs> yes. is also important, right? <laughs> Letting go is important. Um, so you don't bring that into your relationship. So really it's for, I've had people at various, you know, stages of yeah. love and relationships. Um, a lot of them single, some of them in a relationship, some of them in separation. And mm. um, because the program is about you, it's self-discovery. It's mm -hmm. inner work, That's right? It. Yeah. It's getting clear on what you want. You, you walk out just putting out the right energy to the universe. And I always say that you will always, hands down, attract your energetic equivalent. That's who you're going to get. So if you want this kind of a partner, and that's why the vision is so important, then who do you got to be mm. to attract that person, Right. Who do you need to, like, what aspects of yourself do you need to work on so mm -hmm. you could be the kind of person who is going to be with this kind of person in this kind of relationship? Who do you need to be? Do you need to be more patient? Like, Monica, you were talking about in the beginning, right? Yeah. That you realize, well, if I'm headstrong and the other person's headstrong, right? right? And I want a partner who's strong as well, then I got to learn qualities like patience yes. and I need to learn how to communicate. Mm -hmm. Right. And these are things I'm teaching you in the program. I'm teaching you life skills because nobody teaches us <laughs> what to do in a relationship <laughs> or how to behave or like, you know, my mom told me that you gotta, you never tell somebody how you feel. You never tell a man how you feel. Right. Or you never, cause that's like giving them power in a relationship or you got to play hard to get. Right. And I did all of that and it just completely backfired on me. Right. That's why I was single until I was 30 and she wasn't wrong. It's just in her time, it was different. Right. And in our time, it's different. Right. We've all gotten so much more self-aware and yeah. we want relationships that are authentic. Mm -hmm. We don't want relationships where you're playing games for the rest of your life. Right. Mm. You want a relationship where you are being you completely, your true self. And you want to be loved for who you are, not for what the other person wants you to be. 
right? We've ha- we have this emphasis now on being our true selves, being whole and complete and being loved for who we are. So... Yeah. How will they s- sign up? Do they have no. questions. How? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna send that link that relationship detox. I have a couple of people in mind. There, they need it. <laughs> in my life. I'm gonna. Okay. So let's because like the relationship detox is something that Tanaya is giving out for free, and so just so you can have a little taste of what it's like. You know, see if that's your comfort zone. See if you want to commit to the the next step, which is the eight right. week program. Okay, what's the website again? It's uh, bit bit.ly bit. Mm-hmm. slash relationship detox now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you could just put a HTTPS, you know, you can put that Enough. in the beginning if you want, or you just put bit.ly slash relationship detox now, and that'll take you, you know, to the sign up. And, you know, it's no strings attached. Like I did that program because every time I had someone who came into soulmate magnet or who came in to just talk to me, there was always some relationship lurking in the background. Uh So I'm like, you know what, let's just cut, you know, through to the chase and let's just get (laughs) the X out you know, so we can actually do some real work. Yeah. You know, so I just kind of like take the program and do it. And if you, you know, even if you just feel better and lighter and released from that past, I did something good for you. You know what I mean? And then Mm -hmm. if you want to take your time or you want to do something else, great. But at least, you know, if this is something that you feel will help you try it out. Mm -mm. Right. Okay. And then Jelly, sorry, I interrupted you. Soulmate magnets. No worries. They're done with the relationship detox. They want to go for the soulmate magnet. They feel like it's something for them. Or maybe even if they just have a few more questions about soulmate magnet and what that will entail, how do they go about it? How do they sure. get in touch with you? What's the website? Yeah, absolutely. So um, first of all, you can DM me on Instagram at any point. It's at Sanaya Gurnamal. Um, and so I'm sure you guys will tag me on on the description and everything, mm-hmm. but you can just DM me. But you can also just book a call with me. I am offering, you know, 20 minute calls where we'll just talk. You can ask me any questions you want. I call it a manifest love discovery call. The link to that is bit.ly slash manifest love with me. Okay. Okay. And that's also, you know, you can just book it at any point and we'll just chat. Um, If you want to enroll, I'd be happy to have you in the program. And if you just want to ask questions and get some clarity um, about what the program's like, then feel free to do so. Okay. They have all the links. They have all the sites they need to get on. They know how to get in touch with you. Thank you so much Thank for so accepting much, another invite on the <laughs> Eavesdrop podcast, Sanaya. Best of luck with this uh, new you. thing, the new programs that you are doing. That's not even theta healing related. You know, it's just from working with women for so many years, mm-hmm. you've come up with this. So congratulations. Yeah. And thank you for accepting again. Thank you. You know, for me, it's like an auto yes, right? If you guys ask me or if there's any opportunity, like I just love having these conversations because I think you represent really the majority of women out there. Like this is what they're thinking. This is what they're feeling. So thank you so much for having me on um, the podcast again. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thanks, Sadaya. We didn't even really go into attracting the mate. It's really just relationship detox. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.